0: Hi there, and welcome to the first episode of Twomp It Up. Um, my name is Alex, and in my podcast, I'm going to be talking about what it was like growing up on a college campus and the different life experience I've had um, with coming from you know, a unique um, home experience. Not many kids can say they grew up on a college campus and um, kind of how that's affected my life. And uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, um, today uh, we're just gonna be talking about TWOMP and um, what it means. So, the word TWOMP um, is actually an acronym, and it stands for Typical William and Mary Person. Um, the last college that my dad worked at was the College of William and Mary in Williamsburg, Virginia. Uh, we lived there for 11 years. And "twomp" is um, used a very generalized, um, stereotypical um, way of explaining a student there. Um, So, this isn't obviously going to describe everybody, um, but... Unfortunately, it does describe most students there. Um, So William & Mary is a very prestigious college. Um, Not only is it uh, known for being historical and for being a very well-known research-based college, um, but it is also a very expensive college. Um, So many students who go there feel like they are um, privileged to go there. Um, Not just proud, but... um, a little snobby um they feel like they're entitled to whatever they want um it kind of reminds me of only child tendencies um you know um they have to get it their way um it has to be their way right now um they want what they want and they need it now um or they they're gonna throw a fit um so yeah so Growing up, this was just kind of a word that we used in our household. Um, not only was it used in my household, but a lot of the professional staff in the Res Life office um, used this to describe some of the more obnoxious students on campus. Um, so, students that this would kind of fit are students who, for some reason, don't know how to use a crosswalk. Um, If there's a crosswalk on a very busy road and it's, you know, a couple yards beside them, um, instead of going to that crosswalk and making sure that the cars slow down so that they can cross, they will just run across the middle of the road, possibly causing um, traffic incidents, um, causing people to slam on their brakes, all sorts of unnecessary actions that could have been, you know, avoided had they just walked a couple extra yards and used an actual crosswalk. Um, not only those students, but students who, um, live in the residence halls and who leave trash everywhere, who, you know, think that there's a maid that comes behind and picks up their trash and that they don't need to take care of that thing as if they are some sort of, um, nobility, a person of nobility, um, you know, uh, this can word can, can also be used to describe people who feel more holier than that. You know, they, they don't want to talk to you. They think they're better than you. They won't make eye contact with you. Um, or maybe they talk to you, um, like, through email or text or social media, but in person, they don't want to be associated with you. Um, and again, this is a very generalized idea um, and meaning of this acronym, um, but it does... Um, unfortunately describe many students on their campus. So I lived um, in the residence halls of the College of William & Mary for 11 years. And you might be thinking, Alex,
1: how did you live
0: in a residence hall for 11 years? You know, you don't really even sound that old. So I lived in Williamsburg at the College of William & Mary from the time that I was three years old to right before my 15th birthday and the reason for that um was my dad's job there um one of the stipulations with that job was that we had to live on campus in the residence halls Um, my dad had held positions like that for several years before at um, various other colleges Um, in fact my parents met at college in maryland um where they were both RAs, which stands for residential assistant. So they were both RAs at that campus, um, got married, went to grad school there. And then my dad accepted a position at a college in New York. And that's where I was born. And then three years later, my brother was born. And then shortly after my brother was born, we moved to Virginia. Um, But in both my dad's position at the college in New York, as well as the college in Virginia, is that he was um, in charge of overseeing the RAs or the hall directors um, and making sure that the students were being safe, being um, respectful, that nobody was, you know, tearing apart the dorm rooms and that everyone was getting along okay, Um, kind of like a mother hen, making sure that, you know, there was no trouble afoot. But Yeah, so I lived in New York for three years at a college on a college campus in the college dorms and then moved to Virginia, where I lived on a college campus in the college dorms for 11 years. So when we first moved to the College of William & Mary, we lived in Landrum Hall. And we lived there from the time I was three until when I finished elementary school. And throughout that time, we did... um, spend some summers in other residence halls when they would have to do um, maintenance or do any kind of minor renovations or um, do updates to the fire alarm systems, any kind of that kind of thing. Um, We would, you know, spend the summer in a different uh, residence hall and then move back into good old Landrum Hall. And then... Shortly before I entered middle school, the College of William & Mary acquired the old hospitality house, um, which was a very, very fancy um, hotel, and they did some renovations on it and turned it into a residence hall, and um, right before I started middle school, we moved into that hall. And we lived there for the last three years of our time in Williamsburg, Virginia. So from a young age, I have been very involved in college life. You know, when when my mom went into labor with me, um, the RA on duty wrote an incident report about it. And it's in my baby book. Um, you know, how many, how many kids could say that they have an incident report from a college, um, from the night that they were born, you know, that's kind of unique. And not only that, but, um, when my dad would, um, you know, have me, um, him and my mom would do like morning shift, night shift when I was really young and still being like bottle fed and stuff. So my dad would have me on the night shift because he's more of a night person. And so he would take me to late night staff meetings And my late night. I mean, like nine o'clock because, you know, my mom went to bed early. She was a tired mom, working mom. And uh, he would take me with him to staff meetings and, you know, all the RAs would, you know, coo over the cute little baby. But um, not only that, but, you know, Those three years that we lived in New York, I was always wanting to go around and see the college students um, go to the different programs that the RAs would put on and visit um, different rooms that had different fun activities. Like there was one room of girls um, a couple floors up from us that had a purple yoga ball. And for some reason, I just loved bouncing on this purple yoga ball. It had to be the purple yoga ball. It couldn't be one that my mom bought that was blue. It had to be the purple yoga ball with these girls on the third floor. You know, or going to the the guy's room um, across the hall from us who had one of those um, plastic, like Nerf basketball hoops, hanging up on the armoire in their room. You know, what kind of, what kind of kid doesn't like one of those? And mind you, I was three years old at this time. But it's memories like that, that like, you wouldn't even think about having at that age that I just have, you know? Or going and decorating cookies for a program with one of the RAs and decorating bricks because they were, they used to be allowed to prop their doors open. Um, that's the kind of stuff that I remember from my childhood. Um, not only that, but once we moved to Williamsburg, um, we had an RA who lived almost directly across the hall from us. Um, and so for those, what was it, about seven, eight years that we lived in that specific hall, um, I had my own personal best friend. Um, For most of that time, it was typically a female um, RA because that part of the hall was for females. Um, So I had somebody to look up to. I had somebody to do fun stuff with, uh, dance in the hallway with, someone to help me with school projects um and then in return they had somebody to help them put up their bulletin board somebody to uh, distract them from the stress of college you know my parents luckily were never short on supply of babysitters um everybody loved babysitting us because we would just have you know we would order pizza and play video games hang out in the duty office with them go on rounds with them um which as a college student that's pretty easy money and um You know, even now, I still remember some of the programs that I went to, such as, like, we had one RA who would do a monthly milkshake Monday, and um, every year they used to do a scavenger hunt on campus and karaoke night and fun stuff like that that most people don't get to experience until college. And I was, you know, out here having the time of my life in elementary school, you know, um... Not only that, but um, every year the RAs would come in at the beginning of the school year before the students even got there for training and to get themselves all moved in and settled in before they had to help get there. Their own students um, settled in and um, part of the thing that they would do with their training is we would go to the PRC, which stands for Programming Resource Center at the college and um, get our arts and crafts on. So this was... Um, a ginormous room filled with arts and crafts supplies. And the RAs were tasked with um, creating uh, a door tag for every member of their hall, as well as creating numerous bulletin boards um, that covered different topics that they were required to uh, give information about. Um, And this was my absolute favorite time of year um, as an elementary schooler. Um, As someone who is obsessed with arts and crafts, um, it was not a good idea to let me in that room by myself. Um, And my parents quickly figured that out after an entire bottle of glitter got dumped on the floor. Um, From then on, Nari had to be with me at the glitter station um, to supervise me and we ended up having to get like a little mini um, broom and dust pan so that I could clean myself up after any projects there. But It was super fun to be able to help the RAs with creating their door tags and um, running stuff through the lamination machine and stamping things out for them and even just keeping them company while they got to do it. It was such a place um, filled with such creativity. Even those who weren't as artistic- It was still so fun to see them be creative and to see them really bond um, as a team um, through arts and crafts, you know, it was just, it was so interesting. And I used to always help my mom and dad create our door tags because we would make one for all of the RAs so that the RAs got some as well. And, um, when I entered middle school, I started making my own bulletin boards. And at that time we were living in uh, the old hospitality house, which they renamed one tribe place or OTP. And the shape of the hallways was like an L and we lived right at the corner. And, uh, I remember I did this one bulletin board and the RA from one side of the hall thought the other had done it and vice versa and uh, they got to training and were asking each other about it. And my dad was like, oh, you mean like this one? And he pulled um, a picture up on his phone, and they were like, yes, that one. Who did that one? And he was like, oh, my daughter did that one. And they were like, what? And I was like, he was like, yeah, uh, she, you know, wanted to do one, so we let her do one outside her room. And I was probably 12, maybe 13 at the time, and they were like, oh, my gosh, I thought the other RA did it. And all of the RAs on his staff that year were just amazed with the fact that I – whipped just whipped that up and uh it looked so good and I was like well I've had more training than you guys and uh, they all had such a good laugh about it but you know living on a college campus living in the residence halls I got to create a lot of connections with the RAs that my dad had on his staff um some of which I still talk to to this day um you know he was very fortunate to have hired a lot of people from different backgrounds who went into various different professions um he's had doctors and teachers and lawyers and artists and photographers you know all sorts of different professions um you know, he had someone on his staff who immediately got offered a position at Google one year. Um, you know, who can who can say they know someone who works at Google? You know, that is a, like a, a very prestigious thing to be able to say. Um, but my dad was also the guy to hire people on his staff who came from different backgrounds. He was always the first to pick um, transfer students from community colleges and international students and students who maybe wouldn't have got a gotten you know spotted first for first pick um but but people he felt like his students could relate to and who would be a good role model for them and who would work well as a team and maybe come out of their shell a little bit um and just bring a really good positive role model into some of these students lives as they're away from home for the first time you know, and I'm very grateful for, you know, all of these people that I've gotten to meet and all of these experiences that I've gotten to have, you know, again, not many people can say that they've lived on a college campus for 15 years, you know, even if you just lived on a college campus for four years while you were attending college, or maybe more, depending on if you went to grad school, maybe less, depending on if you got an apartment off campus, Um, you know, that's still a big difference and 15 years is a long time um even looking at professional staff members most of them um don't stay very long at their colleges they keep working up towards bigger and better goals and uh, that's eventually what my dad did which is why we ended up leaving the college of William and Mary um but that was interesting when we when we left the college of William & Mary um, we moved back um, where my dad is from and he started working at the local community college um, loving the job that he has there still in student life student development res life you know they all have very similar names it just depends on what college you're at and uh, for the first time ever in my life right when I was starting in high school I actually got to live in a traditional house um which was kind of a weird experience for me you know I'd always shared a room with my brother you know I always you know never had neighbors that were like people my own age um never had a yard you know never had you know my own again like still I'm amazed at the fact that I never had my own room but but it was just such a weird experience, you know, not having someone with me, like, next to me in my room at all times, you know, my brother and I were very close when this, when we were living in the same room together, and not that we aren't close now, but it just, it was such a change going from, you know, sleeping in the same room with him to now him being, you know, down the hall from me, um, which is (laughs) plenty of space, um, it was definitely nice going into high school to have my own room. Um, so I will have, will have lived in my, my house for five years before I move back into the residence halls as I um, get ready to start college um, at the same college my parents met at um, very soon in the fall. And I cannot wait to go to college. Um, for as long as I've remembered, I could not wait to go to college and live these experiences that these students I saw were having, but not just as a person, but as a college student. And I cannot wait to apply to be an RA and um, bring the different life experiences I've had and the different lessons that I've learned already um, into that position. And, you know, how many RAs can say that they've you know gone through these trainings and and know what they're supposed to do in situations like that before they they've even been hired you know um so hopefully that gives me an advantage moving forward but it was very i'm I'm grateful for the life that I've had but it's kind of nice not living on a college campus anymore uh no more 3 a.m. fire alarms cuz someone forgot to put uh water in their ramen noodles that they heated up in the microwave uh no more uh you know incidents in the elevator where intoxicated students have set off a fire extinguisher and that's the only way to get out of the building um you know but i i'm very grateful for the experiences that i've had living in a residence hall and i can't experiences that i've had and what it's what it's like to twomp it up So thank you for listening to this episode and I will see you guys later.